Hello and welcome to Tracks, Brighton's premier music podcast. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number 95, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama ruling their body, got every man in wishing. Zipping on coke and rum. I'm like the world of drunk. It's the freaking weekend, Mary. I'm about to have some fun. Oh, we've never done that before. Oh no, <laughs> there's more. There's more listeners. Yeah, we're gonna start. No, nah, you might as well have carried on. No, oh, no, you can't. I think it's slightly on. because you didn't really know the words that No, also, you went really high pitched for that bit. Yeah, he kind of goes up a bit, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh no, they've all turned off. Uh, which is such a shame because we've got such a good episode coming up for you, listeners. This week, we've been inspired by one brand new release, and we're taking it all from there through the ages, through the genres, and through the emotions. It's got the lot. Harry, you're laughing. It's just really beautifully said. <laughs> I'm good at this. Uh, oh, I'm not. Who knows? It's up to you to decide, listeners, but thank you so much for joining us. It means the world, and we're going to see you on the flippity floppity side you idea. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You all right, mate? Hello. How's it going? Things are going real. Thanks. Things are going real. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going real. How are you? Uh, I'm fantastic, thank you. Lovely. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very good. Had a good week. You've been flowing on air, mate. I have you been seem, flowing on air. You seem happy this week. Uh, do I? Yeah. Interesting development. Apart from, like, we listeners should know we have limited time when Tim <laughs> comes to record at mine, because uh, buses only go for a certain amount of time. Tim... Can't drive today. No car today. No so we've we You texted me and said I can't find it <laughs> and I was like Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. It's a it's a long and not particularly interesting story, but um yeah. You share a car, so it's just, it just wasn't there. Car sharing is so, a difficult game at the best of times. Um so I feel I did feel a little rushed, but I've got a whiskey, Tim. I know. So I'm calming down. Is that is that the the uh that's gonna placate you, get you through the next it's nice. Oh, also. Is it? it? No. Because you, you, were, you were speculating that pretty much every element of that wasn't it's going to be good. definitely Coke from Christmas. Coke from Christmas. So And it's cheap Coke in the first place. Panda Pops. Panda Pops, absolutely. And it's, um, I don't know where this, I've just found two bottles of whiskey that I've just had lying around. <laughs> I've had that street. in my room for over a year. Really? Yeah. Honey, Jack Daniels, everyone. It's mm. lovely stuff. So is it going down well? Yeah. That's... Just drinking it. Interestingly, it's kind of disgusting. It's like when you go out, no, when you have like a house party, yeah, and it's like the dregs of like all the left, like you don't really want to drink and everything tastes a bit rank. Oh, well, when like it's got to the end of the night and you're literally just, you're just kind drinking of drinking for no reason, w- yeah. whatever you can get lay your hands on. That's what it's like, yeah. Wherever I lay my hat, that's my drink, Absolutely. that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that's always a strange moment, but you're. The difference is that normally by that point you've had plenty of drinks, whereas this you're going straight in on the end yeah, of the night. Yeah, first drink tip for ages. Yeah, it's I'm. Nice I mean, for anyone who's keeping count, I'm sober once again. Practically teetotal Tim now. Teetotal Tim. Triple T is over there. <laughs> I really am. Uh, yeah, although that's not true. Although 
I was out the last two nights, so... I know, you're crazy. Nice to have a little break. I've been crazy, and I? You've been wrapping people up with toilet paper. Yeah, that was fun. That was... Last night, went to, like, a pub quiz in Brighton. Oh, these pub quizzes. Sounds like all we do is to go to pub quizzes. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did talk about that last week. forgot about that. Um, But it it was... Actually, I didn't like a lot of the quiz. It was... There were too many teams, and it's... Do you know the North Lane? Yes. Listeners, do you know the North Lane? Probably not. Brewhouse. Yeah. It's massive and it's too big really for a pub quiz. It it was a bit unmanageable and there was loads in those teams. Was it on in the middle, near the bar bit? Yeah, it was kind of down where bands play. Yeah. And then along the front of the bar. Big old place. So yeah, that was all a bit chaotic. But one of the rounds was they gave you two rolls of toilet roll and some sellotape and you had to decorate one of your team as a Greek god or goddess. Is that what it was? Greek? Because yeah. you look like a bunch of, like, Tutankhamuns. Well, yeah, because it's toilet roll. There's not a huge amount you can do. But we made we made our friend Hannah Medusa. That's what we were doing. Right. That's why we had the oh, things in the hair. I didn't know. It's like, I just saw the... I don't know, by the way, I don't know who Tutankhamun is, but I just said it. <laughs> yeah. there was, she had something on her head that looked like... Um, who's that woman who, like, owned Egypt or something? That Tutankhamun was Egyptian. That was a man, though. Right. Cleopatra? Cleopatra, that's what she looked like. Coming at you? that... Yeah, I was going to say the name of the whoever something like that, but I can't remember. Uh, she had one of them things on the front, and that's that's what. Oh uh, yeah, like. we made like a little crown thing, and then sellotaped a slice of lime to it. Is that what it was? Sort of jewel oh, gold. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it looked like a jewel or something. <laughs> Inventive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Good. Uh, I, I yeah, I enjoyed that part of it more than the rest. Also, I didn't win. I don't really like pop quizzes, and I don't win because last one I went to, I did win, and then this one, not winning, just felt frustrating. How many in a team? In our team, there were six. Six. Six um, is all right. Yeah. You can have too many and too little. And I'm... also, by the end of the first round, so the first ten questions, I had correctly answered two questions that the team had gone for something else, and that had already bugged me a little bit. I had a bee in my bonnet. Of course. Yeah. I think, well, I know, the worst experience I had was going to a peep show quiz, and I, we were in, everyone was like teams of five and six, and I was in a team of three. Yeah. And Joe and Claudine, they know a lot about Peep Show. Mm. And I have watched it all, but I don't retain information very well. And I'm not like a super fan. I've probably yeah. watched it all once. And I literally got no question right throughout <laughs> the whole evening. And it, I got so bored. I yeah. just, just went outside. I can't imagine Back when that. I smoked, I just went outside next to the window and just looked <laughs> stuff up on my phone and just tried to... Cheat. Yeah, and I, I don't like no, cheats. No, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get the information through to them. It was absolutely pointless. Ridiculous. Terrible, terrible etiquette. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I've had a fun week. I'm, as I say, I'm in a very, very good mood right now. So, good. This is gonna be a good episode, hopefully. Yeah. I'm bringing my buoyancy. Hopefully. Buoyancy. Yeah. Is that what I mean? Like a buoyancy aid. I'll be the buoyancy aid for the podcast. You're basically saying that we'd sink if it wasn't for you. <laughs> yeah, I am saying that. Yeah. Of course you would. You son of a gun. <laughs> well, better um, let us float then. I will let us float. On... We all float out here. I don't is that from something? I think it's kind of a quote. It's like a what's it called? Like a misquote. Uh like it, it people would know what I mean, but I didn't quote it perfectly. Oh, okay. It's from it. It's from it. We all float down here? I think that's it. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know, I still haven't seen that movie. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, everyone says it's really good. Go scare yourself. I do quite want you. But... Do you like horrors? I don't like horrors, but uh I do quite like the horrors. Bad. They make me feel alive in a weird way. I think that, yeah, there's a bit of sort of exhilaration. God, I'm over here again, (laughs) listeners. I absolutely hate this seat, listeners. It drives me mental. I think I might have cut a lot of them out, but I, um, 
I left one in last week. Yeah, show. I know. There is a me banging into a wall last week. I heard it. I'm sure you all at home did too. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Well, Harry literally puts me in a corner these days. Um, Tim chose to sit over there. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I never would. <laughs> you did because th- this is what I'm going to say. You got up the other day, you sat down in this seat, and then you got up again and you went and sat down because I think you liked this chair. I, I've I nicked mean, it today. This is such poor <laughs> podcasting material. No one knows what's going on. So let's move on to the real stuff, the juicy, juicy goodness. Gossip. Mm, I don't have any gossip. Do you have any gossip? No. I do have some gossip. What? I'll tell you later. The what? Really good gossip. No, I don't really. <laughs> just, just winding everyone up. Um, Dick. Unbelievable. Do you have a musical highlight of the week? I do have a highlight, Tim. So, many, many moons ago, you brought forward a band to the show. That is very unlike me. No, it's not. Um, You brought forward a band, and I have forever been in love with this band since that day. Mm. The band is Franco Bolo. Yes, Sweden's finest. Sweden's very finest. Uh, recently in South by Southwest or play, playing at South by Southwest funnily enough at like a British music really like showcase thing showcase thing yeah lots of, I think Beeps, uh, Six Music did something there and oh, okay. stuff like yeah, that yeah I've heard I mean it's, it's one of those weird things South by Southwest isn't it even though it's so far away from us and I don't uh, personally know anyone who was there I feel like I haven't been able to avoid it for weeks just Absolutely. everywhere I look it's South by Southwest stuff my my colleague went over there for the week. Yeah, uh, sadly I wasn't able to go because you just can't. Just didn't get invited. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it looked awesome, and I would have loved. To, uh, I I missed out on seeing them. Franco Bolo, they played at the Hope and Ruin in yes, Brighton they did. in October. Um, I feel like we were meant to go, but we had something on. I couldn't because it was my good friend's birthday, so I spent it with her. Fair enough. I couldn't because of another reason. <laughs> um, they have a new song uh, released earlier this year, but it's one that I've been meaning to get into the podcast for a while. And today, I was listening to it. and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pop this in here because I think it pop needs it to in. be. Uh, the song is called Hoo Ha, Hoo Ha, and it's just as the 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 thing about Franco Bola that I find is they have this. Um, quite mid noughties indie sounds that remind me of people like Lay at the Pier. But they really do have these amazing little like guitar licks and stuff that you just always remember and they're so catchy and but they do it with this edginess to them, which I think is just really cool, this punky edginess, but with a quite you know, just like an indie band. Um let's give the have you heard it? Uh, I think I have heard it, yeah. Okay, it's Wicked. Let's play it. We'll come back. Nice. Let's do it. Wicked. This is Hoo Ha by Franco Bolo. Straight line 
There we go with Hoo Ha. It's Franco Bolo. Tim, did you like the track? I do really like the track. I had heard it before. Um, it's it's got that weirdness about it, hasn't it? I yeah. think they're quite a weird band, and I mean that in a really good way. They're... There's carrots up behind it, and I think when I said this, this punky element to it in terms of the delivery and stuff, I think more like scratchy and almost DIY, but yeah. very well done. Like doesn't have like a DIY can mean kind of a few different things, but it's the higher end of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's ju- they just try things, I think. Yeah, and there's like a there's a sort of intriguing, I guess, sort of darkness, sort of subversive darkness to it. They, although they sound nothing like Jack White, they do remind me of Jack mm. White a little bit because they're always they always just seem to be doing something a bit odd and yeah. a bit scary, <laughs> especially with like their image as well. Yeah, with, with their with their literal like yeah artist imagery and stuff like that it seems like they they play on that kind of weird freakiness a little bit yeah which is nice yeah. keeps them fresh keeps them clean keeps them tim do you have a highlight i do have a highlight and i'm actually doing a very similar thing to you this week in that i'm bringing back a band who were a musical highlight a long long time ago Sam. Um, although not one of yours also one of mine of course i think we're learning whose highlights are the best here listeners I'm so Just doing saying. one of mine next week. <laughs> um, so, for absolutely ages, what feels like ages, I've been super, super excited about a band called Snail Mail out of Baltimore, oh, yeah. USA. Um, we're going back to 2016 when uh, their first EP came out, Habit, it was called. Um, and I absolutely loved it. The lead single from it was called Thinning. And mm. right up until now, that is still a song I listen to a I would say a bare minimum three times a week, maybe even more than that. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I listen to it all the time. Um, and I've been kind of just waiting and waiting and waiting for them to come back and bring out some new stuff. I'm almost certain that at the time of that release, they were all still in school. Um, so I think that explains why it's taken us the best part of two years to actually get more than those four tracks. Although they've been doing, they did like, funnily enough, actually, for people who've listened to last week's episode, they did like an NPR Tiny Desk concert and they've done kind of little bits and pieces. Quite a few live things have been put out. But in terms of new material, we've had to wait up until this week um, when we finally got a new single called Pristine. Um, And in some ways, it's what I was hoping for for two years because it's very, very snail mail. Um, Lyrically, there's still that kind of disenfranchised kind of teenage mm. angst type thing um but delivered delivered brilliantly the lead singer is called Lindsay jordan and i just love her i think she's amazing i think the way she phrases things is really clever and really intriguing um and yeah these things that could maybe sound moany a little bit in other hands just don't at all she she's she's just brilliant she's kind of got that cane strang thing that i just okay. i just love um but in terms of the production, you can really hear that they've spread out a bit more. That first EP was very, very raw, very kind of, in some ways, sort of thin sounding, but brilliantly so. Um, yeah, funnily enough. Um, Do you know the? I think when we back when we listened to them back in the day, yeah, they were only on Bandcamp. I think then as yeah. well. I had to buy their music to to get it on. Yeah, that's how long. Uh, that's how small they were back then. They've grown a lot since then, and funnily enough, they've now got, a, I believe, a two-record deal with Matador. So they're nice. they're doing all right. Um, and you can hear that in this new track. It sounds a bit more spacious. It sounds a bit more um, clean cut, but not too much. They've kept the character whilst coming out with what feels a more fully formed track, and I really love it. Uh, I'm listening to it a lot at the moment, and I think you're all gonna like it at home too. So I'm gonna play it. This is Snail Mail with Pristine.
there you have it. That was Snail Mail with Pristine. What did you think, Hazza? Lovely stuff. Have heard it before. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like it. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you're not going to divulge any more than that. But do you know what? You've all just said it. You've made up your own minds. Maybe you don't need our expert analysis any longer. Maybe you don't even need a podcast any longer. Expert analysis, eh? Yeah, I know. I've never categorised us that before. How do you feel about it? I certainly it? haven't. It's made me feel uncomfortable immediately. You haven't got our absolute plodding thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plodding thoughts. That's a good name for an album. Plodding thoughts, yeah. Yeah, or at the very least a playlist. When you're just walking down the street, you're plodding, you're having you having some know, thoughts. Tim... Every now and then, probably every 15 episodes, I'll say something and I'll think, that was really well said. What's that? I just said blooding thoughts. I mean, it's not a big deal to <laughs> but I, I sometimes I listen back and I think, oh, that was nice. Blooding thoughts. 15 episodes, Tim. Every 15. It should happen more than that. Well, that means you've had a few of those moments now. That's lovely. That means I've had a few whiskeys, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that brings to a close our musical highlights. Of the whiskey. Hmm. <laughs> this is a serious message to everybody watching my update right now. So this week, listeners, we're doing things a little bit differently in that the whole episode has been inspired by one particular song, really, that Mm. we're going to play at this very beginning bit in a minute after this bit, what I'm saying right now. Um, (laughs) You looked terrified of what I'm saying. No, I enjoyed what you're doing. That was my kind of humour. Thank you. Nice. Good. Um, (laughs) So today, literally on this very day that we're recording, which is Thursday, so a few days ago, now that you're listening, um, a song came out by, well, sort of by two different people, right? Mm -hmm. It's Chance the Rapper, but it's a remix by Subtract. Two people I know you're big fans of. This is like a bit of a... I listen to this so much. Perfect sandwich for you today. Yeah. Uh, A big old remix of All We Got. Is that what the original's called? I feel like it's got a different name. No, we... The opening track from Chance Rapper's fantastic album colouring book, one of, was it last year or the year before? Year before. The year before, one of our absolute favourite albums of the year that year. Um, I loved the original of this track anyway. It's got the easy bit, it's got so much going for it, but this is really zhuzhed up, isn't it? Oh yeah. It it's really is. my perfect idea of a remix. Yeah. And it made us think, God, remixes are brilliant, and we've done 93. Five episodes now and never done a remix episode that seems weird that seems too much of a go-to like we did cover versions early mm. and stuff like that but we've never done an episode full of remixes so we're gonna finally get around to it and do it today um but first before we get into it and do our three picks each we're gonna play this new chance the rapper track because it's so good you guys all really have to hear it mm. Subtract says he's been sitting on this for a while as well it doesn't surprise me because i did i did a little bit think today that's old timing mm. why now because that one's been out for ages. Such so I don't seem to have been doing anything, as far as I'm mm. concerned, for ages. Um, so, 
I'm just delighted we finally got to hear it because this is an absolute banger. Banger. Uh, so here it goes. This is all we got. Music is all we got. <gasps> Music is all we got. Music is all we got. Uh, no, no, no. So we might as well give it all we got. Tryna turn my baby mama to my fiance. She like music, she from Houston, like Auntie Yonce. Man, my daughter could have a better mother. If she ever find another, he better love her. Man, I swear my life is perfect. I can merge it. If I die, I'll probably cry in my own
so there it was, Chance the Rapper, Subtract, all we got. How bloody good was that, listeners? You can see why we decided to bring a whole episode round that particular song. Because it's sick. Yeah, but it's a real tough act to follow, I'm going to say that. And you're up first in trying to do so, Harry. So I am indeed. Can you tell us your first remix, what you've gone for and why you've gone for it? I can do those things for you. Firstly, I just want to say that within this discussion Mm -hmm. of remixes, we have talked a little bit behind the scenes about what we consider a kind of remix. Because we've looked at... A lot of people will say remix, Mm -hmm. where they might just add another artist to it. Or they might do a mashup of two tracks and put it together. Um... There are all, it seems like a remix can be all kinds of things, but like we've just heard, that is my perfect idea of a remix. Something that changes the song about and does it in a fashion of that artist that is doing the remix and makes it something of its own, but still keeps that essence of that song there enough. Doesn't change it too much, keeps it. What I like to flush. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it basically in a much more long-winded way than you did. But Please do. I think what I like to imagine is if, say, with that, if Chance had gone in to record all we got the first time round, and Subtract were the people in the booth, like that's that's what they would have put together. Yeah. Not like two songs squished together, and you know, sometimes they just don't fit and don't anyone feel can fit cohesive. something with the, the same tempos and put them together. Yeah. And there are some of those that I do find fun. Like, I I tried to play uh, Notorious B.I.G. with uh, the Thomas the Tank Engine. Tim wasn't having it. And I completely understand why. It's funny, it's fun, but it's, you know, it's not... It's it's embarrassing to it's not, remixes. It's not really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, no, but I know what you mean. You kind of give the tools to somebody and let them s- show you what they would have made yeah, if they were the ones Yeah, it's isn't seat. it? Yeah, rather absolutely. Than, rather than just turning a few knobs on a thing and... So, Tim. Yes. This brings me on to my first pick. Okay. Now, a lot of mine, a lot of my picks today are quite modern tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but the number one that I'm going for is a remix by Bonobo. Nice. We all know Bonobo. He's mm. very talented with his electrical fingers. Electrical. He does have electrical fingers, <laughs> he actually. Does. He's very <laughs> static. Sonic screwdrivers. Um, I'm going to play the song, and I want you to tell me what you think about it, because I know for a fact that the song that it's a remix of is something that you're not particularly keen on. So oh, I want to know no. if this changes your mind, well, not changes your mind about the original, but if this is something that you prefer Interesting. or think is more up your street. So this is Hey Now by Bonobo. Burning by my bed for you 
so that was Hey Now by Bonobo, a remix of London's very own London Grammar. Now, Tim, you're not a fan of London Grammar very much. I'm not, um, no. What would you say about that track? I liked, to be honest, I, I like. first of all, I'm going to say I like that much more than any London Grammar song I've ever heard. I really enjoyed yeah. most of that. But also, similar to every London Grammar song I've ever heard in that, all the bits apart from the singing, I quite like. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the singing. I, 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 it's still just, in any context, I, I don't like that kind of singing. No, I know. We, I mean, we had a chat about this last week. Um, there is a certain vocal that I will know that you're going to like or not. Yeah. And it's a slightly theatrical vocal. Yeah. Now, L- London Grammar's first album, I really actually love. The second one, I barely gave a chance to because I heard a few and I was just like, no, it's not for me anymore. I just yeah. kind of grew out of liking that but um i absolutely love this it has that bonobo finesse to it it's interesting i mean if london grammar was making music like that then i'd be a much much bigger fan because that's just my kind of thing i think i need it to have a bit more oomph you yeah. know the real pro bonobo as well isn't he that that feels like someone who really knows what they're doing effortless but, yeah but like a, a proper craft to it exactly yeah so that's my first pick tim nice what are you going to do for yours? Well, my first pick is technically something I've actually played on the podcast before uh, because it was in my summer mix. Um, and the, the reason I'm bringing it back is because... Objection. Well, I overruled. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the reason I'm bringing it back is, one, because we only you only play a, a tiny little snippet in those episodes and I want to hear the full thing. Good. And two, because this is a song I love so much that I've genuinely thought previously... I wonder if this could be maybe my favourite song ever. Sometimes when I listen you to it... You say so many... No, but um, like, actually, there are moments where I think I've never heard a better song than this. comments. Yeah. But that has crossed my mind numerous times when I listen to this song. Just from the very first moment, it completely, completely grabs me. And it's kind of... It's just got everything. It's got perfect beat. It's got, like, the little drop. The vocals are so on point. It's got everything. I can't... Some you know when you just love something so much you can't even really put into words how brilliant you think it is. The act are the Go Team, who I've talked about plenty of times before, but this is Apollo Throwdown, and it's the Star Slinger remix. That is the very important point to put here because this remix is so much better than the original. It's added so so much to what was already a pretty good track, mm. but yeah, sometimes I genuinely think all my boxes have been ticked with this to the point where I could never love anything more. So I'm really excited to have an opportunity to play it in full on the show. Do it. And I'm going to do it right now. This is the Go Team.
to the back of me, spark the TNT. Cobras to the left of me, vipers to the right of me, with the GOT, E-A-M. That was Apollo Throwdown, the Star Slinger remix. I literally cannot sit still when I listen to that. Very I'm, cool. I just have to bounce around and... Reminds me a bit of Gold Panda kind of stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That shimmer. Yeah. Cling, 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 cling. Yeah, that's what Very it sounds nice. like. <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. Cling, cling, cling. Cling, cling, cling. There's something so horrible about that. Cling. Cling. <laughs> Oh, do you want my next pick, Tim? I would love it. Nice one. Gling. <laughs> Gling, please. <laughs> right, so my next track is one that, again, very new. This is Now, this original only came out last year. Okay. So the original is Miramasa uh, mm. with ASAP Rocky, and the song is Lovesick. Yes, I remember, Aware of I remember the track. that song. Yeah, yeah, I do remember it. Bit of a banger. Yeah, because I remember being surprised that ASAP Rocky was on the debut of Miramasa, although he yeah, managed exactly. to pull in loads of big big. Very names. good. Yeah. And to be fair, a slightly undervalued album. Um, really good for what Miramasa does. And yeah. He's you know, a very terrific artist for such a young guy what as well. We, when we f- the first, my first Glastonbury, your second Glastonbury, we went to that tent on like, the Thursday night to try and see... Yeah, Massa, didn't we? And I thought it was Laura Massa. <laughs> and someone, <laughs> someone was. Tell, I think Hannah was telling us that it was. It's going to be really good. And I was like, "Is she good?" Yeah, because we she? we didn't know Laura Massa at the time, and yeah. Hannah was telling us, "Yeah, it's going to be cool." And I don't. It was, was absolutely. I mean, there was nothing else on, but nothing not to take away from him at all. It was like the first thing. Yeah. Of the whole week, but it was absolutely rammed to the point of not being able to breathe. Really, so yeah. we were like, "Ah, oh, fuck this." But oh, Laura Massa, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I thought it was Juan Mata. 
Um, but this, the, the reason why I've gone for this, so this is Fortet who nice. have done a remix. Good now, choice. Fortet have done remixes of so many people. They're yeah. one of them bands that just go, kind of picks up so many things. They've, they've got a name for it now for yeah. being the remix guys. And the reason why I've gone for it is because I personally know more Fortet remixes than I do Fortet tracks themselves. Um, I think that's probably true for me too. Yeah. Because... I'm struggling to think of the last song that they didn't remix. Yeah, they've, they've Just every all. single song. Done them all, mate. Yeah. <laughs> done them all, completed, completed it. Completed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another reason, I've got to have reasons, Tim. Can't just pick a song because I like oh, it. No. Uh, the other reason <laughs> is <laughs> that I find it interesting when a band or an artist of whatever sort remixes somebody who isn't too far off them in terms of how they produce their music as well. Yeah, that is true, actually. Um, like, we had Subtract with Chance the Rapper, although hip-hop can be, can have a lot of that kind of dance stuff to it. Um, you know, that song in particular wasn't like that. That's more gospel, that song. Yeah, anything. exactly. That's the thing. About- um, whereas Fortet will do a lot of this kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. I think, because we've just said we don't know many of their Yeah, tracks. they do, though. Yeah, yeah, but- yeah. They had these jazzy elements and things as well, but you know they're like we said with Bonobo, they're talented. You know mm. they they know what they're doing, or he. Do you know I think it's he, it's he, he yeah. I think we've had this discussion on the podcast before <laughs> yeah. where we said we should do some Fortet is just a man. <laughs> oh yeah, because we assumed it was four. Yeah, silly ass Fortets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least at least two people. Tough Fortets. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> it had to be said. <laughs> they got Fortets. <laughs> Right, let's play the song before we say anything else. Oh dear. Uh, this is Love Sick, the Fortet remix. Killing time, another second gone. I heard your man at home. Now you melaton, but you packing young. I'm away from my little mama, come home. Man, I swear to God, she gon' miss me when I'm gone. I'm a lovesick fuck. It's right, but you're wrong. Debit cards, either credit charge, permit the frog, margaritas. Yeah, I heard she got a man home. Yeah, yeah, you wanna lay the hands on me. Yeah, but he should see the way she dance on me. Yeah, wishing I ain't had no pants on me. I'm a love sick, 
go that was lovesick the fortet remix interestingly and i will get your take on it tim it's nice to hear a track that is actually brought down a little bit instead of kind of built up to be more kind of electronic and big and pumping than it kind of usually is that's yeah. kind of that is exactly what i was thinking when i was listening to it too it's it's cool to uh to see that that is an option when you're because like you say more often than not i suppose because remixes are generally kind of mixed in with club culture and dance mm. music normally they're bringing it to be as big as possible so it's got like a big drop and everyone's gonna kind of be going crazy for it whereas that actually yeah brought a new dimension to it made it a, a bit more subtle i really enjoyed that yeah yeah thank you tim you're uh, welcome harry second pick tim uh so my second pick is gonna be bell bottoms the uncle remix which is the john spencer blues explosion which that's so a lot of words, words i just yeah, said there so many words yeah um with the original song like a lot of listeners at home i imagine i only know because it was featured quite prominently in baby driver last right. year uh so i think when you if you now go and listen to it you'll recognize it and think yeah because it's stuck in my mind after seeing that movie. Um, the remix did? No, the original. The oh, original, okay. which is the John Spencer Blues Explosion. Okay. Um, and then, after hearing that and kind of liking it, thinking that's a cool song with like weird vocals, but very like in your face, bell bottoms. Uh, I then, a couple of months afterwards, just happened to stumble across this remix and thought it was just like a, a disgustingly cool piece of music. It's The beat's got so much character and there's so much kind of bounce to it, and so much, uh, I don't know, just, like the, the drumming's unbelievable on it. Mm. Absolutely unbelievable, so much texture to it. Um, and it's just kind of a the perfect song to kind of walk down the street to and listen to and feel like you're just the coolest person in the world. That's what I've done a number of times. And I must say, actually, at this point, you're going to have a bit of a job on your hands here, Harry. I apologise, because it's like eight minutes long, which is one of the 
problems that you do fall into with a lot of remixes. Often it's the they problems add... that I fall into with you. <laughs> with me. Um, yeah, it does happen with a, a number of remixes that you get really, really long. So you're going to have to cut this down. And I, But I implore you listeners at home to go and listen to the full thing because it's absolutely sick. Um, but we're going to play as much as we can here, a good old chunk. And I think, Harry, you're going to like this one. Give it to me good. Mm. Please never say <laughs> that. <again. laughs> that was worse than gling. <laughs> Give it to me gling. <laughs> no. Uh, this is the John Spencer Blues Explosion with Bell Bottoms, the Uncle Remix. So there you have it. That was Bell Bottoms. You know what I really like about that, which is kind of in contrast to a lot of my other picks on this, is that one of the things that sometimes for me gets a little bit annoying with remixes is where they get a little hook of the vocal and just play it over and over and over again. You kind of, you never stop hearing just that tiny five little, five second segment. Actually, in that, the vocals are they're very sparingly used, and I think that's kind of really nice. You just, or you get so much time to 
enjoy mm. the instrumental and enjoy all these interesting different bits that are getting brought in and out of the track I think it's really cool it's very cool thank you for thinking it's cool too does that mean I'm cool do you want my pick <laughs> <laughs> on your honest opinion <laughs> um, no I do think you're cool cheers mate what's your pick my pick is also pretty cool <laughs> is this your third and final this is my third and final too Ooh. hang on a minute have we done a different order no We've done. We're back to normal order now. Oh right! It's just one la- week, and I'm yeah. like, it's all different. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had so many remixes, and you know as well as me, I was getting stressed. I couldn't pick one. You were getting stressed. I couldn't because visibly, the, the reason, audibly. The reason is because I know, and I'm very happy with my third and final pick. But the reason is, I know there's so many remixes I've heard in the past that I've loved. And when when we come to doing this, sometimes you can't find that one that you loved five years ago and yeah. listen to it every single day ever, and it gets a bit stressful because you know you're going to miss something out. Yeah, and then three it, picks isn't a lot. No, and also it can be so annoying for the next week. To be honest, until the, the following episode comes out, if you've if you've missed a glaring pick, yeah, I am annoyed at myself for quite a long time. Yes. Which is often when we say, "So my heart is big." <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a song I loved, but I couldn't pick. Yeah. So the band whose uh, song was remixed is a band that I was tooting my horn about last year many, many times. Were you now? Yes, I was. And I don't remember, actually, if... In fact, I do remember their, their <laughs> album didn't get into a top ten, but it was one that I kept saying, I'm sh- I, I think this is going to be in there. I think it's going to be in there, but it didn't quite make it. Uh, the band is Washed Out. Oh, you were talking about Washed Out quite a lot last year. I was. I, I think that album was really brilliant. It, it wasn't album of the year material, but it was just really really nice start to finish it was just so sweetly done and just nice to hear and chilling yeah. and there's some records like that where it's not kind of a seminal piece of work that you want to pick mm. out and kind of uh celebrate all the different assets facets to it but still is brilliant in its own it's, way it's what you wanted from the band yeah um it was perfect uh the track is called hard to say goodbye it's one of my favorite from the album and it's remixed by Lone. Who I don't know anything about. Lone? Yes. No, I don't know anything about Lone. I think they might have done a Foles song before. Remix? Yes. Because there's a thing about certain bands. Foles, they love being remixed. Yeah. Um, The horrors are big on that. They even put out a record which was all remixes of their stuff. Really? Uh, It was really cool. Really, really good. Friendly Fires have had quite a lot of remixes back in the day. Oh, Friendly Fires. Do they still exist? They are starting to... They're touring again now. Really? They picking themselves up again yeah oh. it's going to be exciting. they're playing in Brixton that's cool I wonder if his hips are still holding up because he was a bit of a mover he was old a, absolutely a mover he was a bit um, Ian Curtis with his he was jizzing about Ian Curtis I think he was more I don't know I mean in terms of his um, what's the word hyperactive movements his he was a bit jerky but he was jerky yeah but he was very very Move, moving around. He was a bit Mick Jagger. Yeah. Wiry still. He was all sorts. He was a bit of everything. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. He was, he was jelly on the plate. <laughs> he was. He did look a bit like jelly on a plate. <laughs> What's the tune that people should go and check out now? Is it Kiss of Life in the Desert? Kiss of Life. That is one where you're yeah. seeing him properly dance. Yeah. Go listen to Kiss of Life by Friendly Fires. It's brilliant. And watch the video because if you listen to it, yeah. you're not going to see him oh, in the desert. <laughs> Absolutely. Watch the video. That is... <laughs> absolutely important um let's listen to this track now um it's well we'll talk about it after tim 
Um, so washed out, hard to say goodbye. The remix by Lone.
so there we go hard to say goodbye by washed out the lone remix tim what are you thinking i liked it the only thing i i would say about that one is and it's partly because i'm not original i'm not original i'm not you're so not original i'm really not original i know um Mm. no because i'm not that familiar with the original sorry uh that just didn't sound like washed out to me at all Really? Because so, funnily enough, I would say this one is one of the kind of remixes that doesn't stray too far. Oh, really? From the well, original. then I'm just completely lost on what Washed Out I like. Yeah. I mean, it keeps the... Uh, which kind of goes yeah. through the whole track, and it, it adds a bit more of a beat to it, a bit, bit more kind of... A few more kind of melodical factors in there. But uh, yeah, it's not. it doesn't stray too far. Okay, well, I'm 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 just clueless then. I I need I've got lots of research to go and do. Not research, the opposite of research. What do you do after the fact? Research is like you can still research. revision, right? Both Re- revise and revision. They both re though. I I don't know. Anyway, research. I should go and listen to some music. Is what I'm trying <laughs> I can't to say. Think of words. Tim. No, nor can I. No, but that 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 track's great. And okay, please if you, if you haven't really all the way listen to that album Tim no I've barely listened to it at all I've listened it's so uh, lovely to kind of the little bits that you've dipped me into you've picked me up and dipped me in I'll dip you like a woman biscuit <laughs> like a like a vicar doing a baptism a vicar doing a baptism that's not that's <laughs> not, not how it works they're wrong religions for a start I think no vicar is uh, let's not go there <laughs> let's really not go there especially after last week you and your comments <laughs> the Bible, eh? Right, Tim. Third and final. You're taking us out, are you? Third and final. I'm going to take us out. And for such an honour, it has to be a big, big track. This is, I think, the oldest one of all the remixes that we've picked. Because, funnily enough, remixes didn't only just start like the other day. They've been going around for ages. Um, and I, I do apologise because I'm. this is the second, potentially third time I've gone like a little bit boring in my artist. Um but I just had I just had to pick this song. Is this the Smiths? No, it's not the Smiths. It, in it's some ways, the it's the Smiths remix by Morrissey. <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, in some ways, it's even more boring than my last one because I literally played this band last week. Okay. But there is a good reason because I think it's one of the one of the best remixes out there. Obviously, because that's what we're doing this episode. But also one of the most affecting pieces of music I know. Um, it makes me sort of nostalgic and reminisce about a time when I wasn't even alive. The song is Hallelujah by Happy Mondays. It's the Paul Oakenfold and Andy Weatherall remix. Nice. And I listen to it and I'm literally, I'm there raving at the Hacienda or I'm, you know, on a beach in Ibiza or I'm like an Italian 90 with Gaza. Like all <laughs> these kind of, all these images that seem so vivid, but I literally wasn't there. It conjures them all up in my mind and I, I think for a for a song to take you somewhere so specific and so uh, sort of viscerally feel that, that's really impressive for just the whole atmosphere around a song. It I don't know whether it's from TV or film that I feel that way about it or if it's just literally the, the vibe of the track, but I think it's really amazing the way this song makes me feel. Um, so I couldn't not pick it, even though, funnily enough, I had just played the Happy Mondays. Some things just happen, listeners. Things, These little coincidences happen in life. Do you know what? T- the life. Life, that's it. Yeah. Things happen. Yeah, I know. Well, 
it just happens. I like coincidences. Do you like coincidences? I love coincidences. And yeah. do you know what I really love? What? Serendipity. I don't know what that is, really. I love the word. And I think it means, like, a coincidence of, like, like a really lovely coincidence. Oh. That's so serendipitous, that is. Oh, I can tell you a good serendipitous story off mic. Off mic? Stop doing this <laughs> to the fans. He's Sorry, got listeners. serendipitous gossip all over the place. Yeah. God, I can't wait for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We're going to give you a song, though. Yeah, we are going to give you a song, and it's one of the best songs uh, ever. Ever. Because <laughs> he's not said that before. No, I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's late in the night. I'm wondering if I'm going to miss my bus. I don't have any more words left. I really apologise, listeners. But thank you so much for being here. Yes. I'm sorry I'm rushing off. It'd be lovely to hang around with you a bit longer. Sad times. But I'll see you next week. I guarantee it. So will I. Yeah, and so will Harry. He'll be God's there. Sake. Stealing the show. Always do. No, you um, don't. It's my <laughs> show. This has been episode number 95 of Tracks. I've been Tim. And I've been Harry. You've been our lovely listeners. And we love you for joining us. We will see you next week. Until then, this is the Happy Mondays with Hallelujah. Ta-ra! Hallelujah.